Hey, it's Dave from uh, CheapWineFinder.com, and today we're going to talk about French wine. Not in the way you usually hear about French wine. We're not going to talk about which wines to buy and domain this and chateau that and, you know, this region, this village, because everything in France is very locale-oriented. It's this village, this side of a river, that side of a river, and we're not really going to talk about any of that. We're going to talk about wines that fall into the cheap wine finder price range is going to be under 20 bucks and we're going to talk about how to find them because it's not always easy uh there's it gets complicated over there you know because it's all the different regions and um, all the different rules and regulations and this is this is an aoc wine this is a grand crew wine this is a villages wine this is a igp bin deposit table wine it all gets very confusing and it doesn't really matter in the price category that we're talking about because a good producer of a lower designated wine in all likelihood is probably better than a so-so producer from a high-end area. It's the producer that matters, so how do you find these wines? And that's what we're going to talk about. Um, So that's the next part. France is a great place to look for value-priced wine because France is is somewhere where people do drink a great deal of wine every day and therefore they're drinking value-priced wines. That's just how it works. If people can't spend $100 a day on wine, some can, but most can't. And another thing about... um, is that all the grapes that we're used to coming out of California and Washington and Oregon and Chile and New Zealand and Australia are all there in France. Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, uh, Cabernet Franc, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Sauvignon Blanc, Bubblies, Syrah, all the same grapes that you're used to in California are in France, only different not going to taste exactly the same. They're not going to be made exactly the same. It's kind of funny in California, you're always finding wine producers talking about how they are Burgundian or Bordeaux-like or Rhone Valley. You never ever hear a a France producer saying they're California-like. It just doesn't work that way. But you can find uh, wines from grapes that you are very familiar with but are different. So if you're in a rut, and say you're in a Chardonnay rut, and you, you know, I don't want to, I got to break out of this, where you can actually have another Chardonnay, but coming from France, it's going to be different. You can have another Cabernet Sauvignon coming from France, or Merlot. Actually, to me, the only place they make really good Merlot is France, Bordeaux. So going to France is kind of a good place to get the wines, because they're familiar because when it comes to wine, you know, French people speak our language and it's not the same thing. So you're getting your palate reorganized a little bit when you're drinking French wine. So, yeah, so France is great and there's a gazillion places to find or uh, areas in France that make really good affordable wines because they drink a lot of wine there. 
to make a lot of wine, and they're, plus they're you know they're pretty good at this point at exporting wines that we like to drink. So okay, so how then do you go about finding them? And that's the next part. As for finding French wine, in a lot of cases you are limited by the stores that are near you, the wine shops near you. You can always buy wine online. Um, you know, I live in Chicago, and with an half-hour ride in like any direction, there's probably 40 to 50 wine shops, or you know, any kind of shop that will liquor, liquor stores, grocery stores that will sell wine. I mean, it doesn't occur to me to buy it online. And I guess it depends on where you live, but for the most part, we're limited by what's available in a reasonable driving distance, and so. That's something about wine there. You're, you're pretty much going to have to buy it from the shops near you. But there's one good thing about that, because import wine, all import wine, and French wine in particular, is vetted. By the time it gets to your store shelf, it's gone to through uh, several different sources. First of all, Porter goes to France, and they find out about a wine producer who is doing very well in France and they go to the producer and they make a deal to make wine or, or even the same wines they sell in France and ship them to the United States. So that importer goes, hmm, I can sell that to my distributors. So it goes in, he goes to the distributors and across the United States, there's usually distributors in every market and what, across the country, there's a bunch of different distributors and distributors taste the wine and they go, hmm. My wine shops will like this wine, and it gets to the wine shops, and the wine shops go, yeah, this wine and this price range is something my customers are going to like. So that doesn't mean that every wine on the shelf is going to be something you're going to like. But if you're into wine, there's something there you're going to like. So it is vetted. You can pretty much trust that the bottles are going to be of pretty good quality. Now, you got to hope the wine shop takes care of it and the shipping did a good job and all that sort of thing. But most of the wines that are getting to you, you know, even from the big name uh, importers to the little importers, are going to be good quality wines. Somebody went out on a limb to choose these wines and then it passed through several other people who drank it and decided they could sell it too. So when it comes to you, you have a selection. Now, you then have to figure out which of the wines in the selection are wines you like. And that isn't all that hard. Because when you go to a wine shop, if you don't really know too much about French wine and you know it's you know you read about it, but the ones you read about are all way too expensive. They don't spend a lot of ink uh, uh, writing about the inexpensive value-priced wines. Go to the you know, go on a day when it's not super crowded, and you know nowadays when everything's just opening up again, and you can finally get back into wine shops. Ask the clerk, tell them what you want, what the price range is, what you're looking for, and they will try to find something you want. It's 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 always a good idea. I know a bunch of different wine shop clerks, and they want to help you. They want you to give them as much information as they can, so they can dial in what you want. You know, the, the guy who comes in and buys 100 or $200 bottles of wine come in once a month every three weeks, but since you're buying $10, $12 bottles of wine, they want you coming back twice a week. They want to really find out wines you like, so you keep coming back, so that's how they make their money. So ask them. 
it's it's not a bad idea to ask um what wines are which why these wines are good you know tell them what you want when you come back the next day i was kind of good but i was hoping for this they go aha tried this one and that's really the easiest way ask them they will if the shop does not help you then find a shop that does and there's and then if you actually start to learn a little bit you can go into following the importer I hear a lot of people saying the good advice is when you find a, um, a French wine or any kind of import wine is to get your phone out, take a picture of the label, the one that you really like. Because, you know, it's hard sometimes to remember everything because it's in most of the time, it's in a foreign language. You got to remember names that you probably can't pronounce that well. And, and that's fine, but I think a better thing to do is to get your phone out and take a picture of the back label. Because that is where the information is going to be on who the importer is. And you're talking about wines coming in from Europe and France, in particularly, who the importer is has a huge, has, 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 a, has a huge impact on the wine. Uh, I know for myself, if I ever see an Eric uh, Solomon Selections wine, I'm probably going to like it. For a, you know, a lot of the wines I like come from him. Um, you know, and there's there's uh, Jorge Ardanas and uh, Broadbent and Skullnick, I think, and Wilson Daniels. There's a bunch of good ones out there. I'm not I'm not saying some are better than others. I think they all have good things going for them. Some are more high end. Some are more you know value oriented. They're, they're all out there, but they all and there's also local people who bring in wines just to your local area. You know. People that aren't well-known outside of their area, but they're doing a really good job. They're finding little niches that aren't being catered to that they're they're finding wines for you. So if you find an import wine and you see, oh, that's the importer. It doesn't matter who it is. I'm, you know, I told you who I look for. And you look at the shelves, really, you should be turning them around. Don't worry what the front label is, how pretty it is, or whatever. Oh, I like this guy. Or front label looks good and I never heard of uh, importer I'm going to take a chance on it and that's where the wine you know that's what's where you learn about wine because the importers bring in the bigger importers will bring in wine across the nation you're going to have a good selection some of them are just small produce uh, small importers you, you might have the only that wine is in your market nowhere else but learn your importers because if you have your palate match up to them it makes everything much easier. Um, and then certain importers have wines in certain price range. It kind of narrows things down because, you know, even though there's millions of bottles of wine coming out of France, the selection in your hometown might be, well, will be far, far smaller than that. And since you don't need to know, oh, this is from this village and this is from that village and, oh, this producer's been around since 1742, asking the clerk, and looking for the producer or the importer goes a long way by getting you where you need to go to find great French wines. And that's kind of the key to it. I mean, you can, you don't have to know. You can, you can study wine. You can study French wine. You can have a great fun going through all these different wines, but to find wines for drinking in your price range, you just need to ask some questions and see who's who. And, you know, because the individual wineries might not be everywhere, but the importers could be. 
So keep the um, find a wine shop that if you ask questions, they will answer you properly and find out who the, the um, importers are. You don't need uh, intimate knowledge of French wine to find really good, affordable French wines. There's shortcuts. You know, you talk to the wine shop, find out what they have available and what they suggest you should have. Figure out that you like this producer, that producer, this producer for this wine, this producer for sparkling wine. Uh, take chances on things. Um, and bubbly. You know, champagne sucks up all the options in France. They're the big dogs when it comes to bubbles. There's tons of other sparkling wines in France from different regions that they would love to charge you a lot of money for their wines, but they can't because everybody who gets French sparkling wine buys champagne. Take chances on wines you haven't heard of. There's all sorts of good, and there's the they make them in the traditional uh, uh, champagne styles, and they make them in the Italian styles, you know, so that you get a lot of different wines, affordable wines. You don't need to know a ton to find good French wine, and it's almost always worth it. You're, you know, sometimes when I've been drinking a lot of California wines, when I first get a French wine, like a French Cabernet Sauvignon, it hits your palate differently. Um, it's going to have more structure. It's going to have more tannins. It's, they're going to not do it exactly the way they'll do it in California or Washington State. And at first, I'm like, hmm, you know, I don't know if I really like this that much. You know, there's, you know, I'm, you know, I want to go home. I want to drink American wine. But by the end of the first glass or the second glass, you start to get back into it and start to get acclimated to it, which is a great way because it kind of reorganizes how you think about wine and why you're drinking wine and what to expect from wine. And when you do go back to your Sonoma or your Paso Robles or just California label wines, you kind of appreciate them for what they are because they're not bad. You know, it's like not like French wine's way better than, than American wine. You know, I don't think so. I like them both. But once you learn a little bit about the French wine, um, it kind of opens up your perspective of American wine too. So you don't need to be, uh, you know, a genius. You don't need to study. You just need to take some shortcuts. And they're there. And the wines are vetted. Taking a chance is not a bad thing because it's gone through four or five different people all tasting it and all saying they can sell it. So there you go. Give it a shot. And if you want something under 10 bucks, you want a $6 French wine, then Trader Joe's and Aldi's and all those kind of things are great places for that. If you just want to give it a, you know, try them out before you go to the wine shop and try something different. So that's that. Um, try French wine. It's not that difficult if you use the shortcuts. If you want to learn more, by all means, learn more. But you can start drinking great wine uh, just by figuring out a few of the shortcuts. And, and that's it. So drink up. Uh, keep it cheap. Have a great time. Be safe out there. And adios. Bye-bye.